This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Comic Book Junto, episode 18. I'm your host, Octavius A. Newman, and I am here with my co-host. Wait, I am your host, Octavius A. Newman, and I am the creator of Bear Fruit. Can't forget that part. And I'm here with my co-host, Adam Jack White, sipping purple lemonade with Queen Bay Tetris. Huh. That's not that I didn't know you would say Jack White. I yeah, probably, I should have had the Jack White one. It's all up. good. Yeah. Good choice. I felt I felt free. I felt free to do that to play that. Hey, I, felt, I, I was compelled. I felt compelled. This the spirit mm. of Queen B. Uh huh. Flows through me. Wow. Yeah. The spirit of Queen B. Uh, <laughs> 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 if people are listening to this be like this is a show about po- uh, comic books right hey this is a real life okay comics? let's just start it off uh-huh. beyonce is a real life superhero we have covered this yes we, we we've cut co- we have covered this we talked about real life superheroes beyonce we mentioned mm-hmm. kanye west on, yeah. the, on the other side of this spectrum anti-hero anti-hero <laughs> we've mentioned uh uh the the queen released a new album yeah on sunday yeah and and we're here we are we're toasting we got we literally have <laughs> lemonade literally have lemonade we got about <laughs> rosenberger's lemonade mm. to celebrate the occasion that's how yeah, serious hey, look, it is you can't celebrate without rosenberg celebrate success thank you so much the for only your, way thank you so much <laughs> rosenberg's for your sponsorship and beyonce thank you for you know listening in thank you for the five stars and a positive comment we know you're busy yeah we know that you're going through a lot of things yeah we appreciate uh the fact that you you come to comic book junto to you know get that stuff off your uh, off your chest yeah and taking the time to spend some time with us i have proposed originally that we just scrap all of the comic book news and we only talk about lemonade i didn't know if that was what the people wanted and I mean, maybe that's a one shot. Maybe we just do that a whole <laughs> right. bunch of times. Right. But I, I have to tell you, I watched the film, the mm-hmm. short film mm-hmm. on Saturday. Well, I saw it on Saturday. You saw it? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I saw it. You got the preview, John, huh? No, I, no, because it came out Saturday night. Yeah. On oh, HBO. yeah. Yeah. On HBO. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I, I, I watched it on HBO on Sunday mm-hmm. and I, I was speechless. I was speechless. Yeah, I mean, like, we cover movies on this show, and I think that that legitimately is a short film. We saw Gods of Egypt in the theater. You know what? We did a whole one-shot on gods of, white, white Gods of Egypt. We saw, we, we saw White Gods of Egypt in the theater. I would have paid money 
And we to can see lemonade in the theater. We can do Black Queens Lemonade. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? We should we should have dedicated a whole one shot to that. I I definitely would have done that. I'm still I'm game for that. I I enjoyed it so damn much. The video, the whole album, I've, it's been playing nonstop. Yeah, I've been playing it. I've been playing it over and over and over again. It's a really good week for music. We uh, uh, views from the six comes out on Friday. Actually, it, it is Wednesday. Yeah, as we're recording, but as you're listening to this, it will be Thursday. Uh-huh. And according to what the internet told me, because you know it's all it's it's absolutely true if the internet says always so. always um, on Apple Music Thursday night the twenty eighth. Yeah, they're going to be doing a special. OVO Sound Radio at 10 p.m. Oh. I think Zane Lowe and Drake are going to be doing a, a, a quote big interview. Yeah. Um, but the 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 word on the street is they're going to be playing Views from the Six as well. Oh. And then it's going to release at midnight. Didn't he do that Friday. last time? Uh, His last album? Yeah. Or no, oh, he oh, just released uh, uh, the future and Drake. It, joint? It's too late. No, no. Uh, the the if you're reading this, if you're reading this, it's too late. Didn't he do remember. that? I, I thought for some reason that was like an OVO radio station thing. Oh uh, no, no, that could that was before Apple Music. Yeah, I, I think say. it was. I don't know. I'm tripping up. It's all good. It's really exciting. Anyway, I'm like we get new Drake in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. We got new Beyonce on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I want to touch a little bit more on this whole Beyonce as a superhero thing. Yeah. You know, I remember being a little kid and watching Ninja Turtles mm-hmm. and then wanting to go home and be a Ninja Turtle. Mm-hmm. I remember watching Batman and then wanting to go be Batman. I remember watching Bruce Lee movies and fill in the blank Rambo movies and mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger movies and like mm-hmm. wanting to be that character. Mm-hmm. I think that Beyonce is a similar character to where people see her and they go, I want to be, you know what I, I mean? Be that. Yeah. I want to be that the uh-huh. same way. Like you as a little kid, you see a, a a cartoon or whatever, and you want to be that. Like she really does kind of represent almost a real life kind of like she's a real person, but she takes has this almost like fictional character kind of thing. Like I've been listening yeah. to a lot of podcasts. I've been listening to a lot of women. Like really just listening to their feedback because I'm a fan of Beyonce and I'm a fan of great art. Yeah. But more so, I'm kind of blown away as to like the reaction that I've seen from a lot of women, like, oh my gosh, Beyonce is my spirit animal. Like, yeah, oh yeah, my yeah. gosh, I want to be Beyonce when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Like the characteristics of Beyonce I want to have in my real life. Mm-hmm. The way, you know, we we look at geek culture, we look at comic books, and we look at TV shows, we look at movies, and we see these characters and we go, man, I want I I, I wish I could be like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I I have really been just like kind of being quiet and just listening and going, what is it that, you know, the ladies in this community and this culture are really, really taking away from this? And yeah. it's been it's been interesting to kind of just sit back and take it in and hear from from women who've been really moved by this. I, I'm glad you brought that up. Not that, that men up. aren't because we're men and yeah. we're moved by it, but specifically I wanted to just kind of listen to the ladies and go like, you know. Well, I'm I'm glad you said so because I'm you know I'm I'm in a position where I am, am I'm a fan of Beyonce's music. I like Beyonce in terms of pop culture status. You're going to the show. I'm going to the show. I wish I was in going. June. I'm close. I'm on the map at the link. On the map, there's this little uh, area, and it says Beyonce stage. It's like they're, they're, she walks down this catwalk, and it's that small stage, so mm-hmm. she's like closer to the crowd. Mm-hmm. I'm right next 
to the Beyonce stage. You might get some of the glow, the the, 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 the sweat might of her brow. I'm gonna bring a mason. You jar. might be able to touch the hem of her garment. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, don't go like, for it. Talk like that is gonna get me kicked out. Right. right quick. Don't go. For I want to touch the hem of your garment. I heard you were the one who came here to touch the hem of her guard, <laughs> garment, sir. I'm letting you know if you even look like you're trying to do anything. Yeah. You got to go. I'm going to bask in in that woman's presence. And honestly, I, I saw, I mean, watching Lemonade, watching the short film, mm-hmm. it, I fundamentally changed the way that I feel. I was excited before. Mm-hmm. And now I'm thinking, wow, I'm, I'm going to share space with that person, who the person who made this. Yeah. Uh, that's, that is unbelievable to me. And I am, I'm, I can't believe it. But the thing is, is I'm, I am a man and I'm a white man who is a fan of her music mm-hmm. and her artistry and the message. I'm, everything that she has produced is knocking me off my feet. Yeah. And what I'm trying to do as, as much as possible is just listen, just listen. And I read a piece, uh, by a woman named Janet mock, uh, Janet mock wrote this, this write up about, uh, lemonade. And she says something that really struck me. And I think you'll like this too. Uh, uh, she says, uh, lemonade is not concerned with whether we approve or whether we will run and tell our nosy neighbors what we just witnessed. Mm-hmm. The intimate act of telling of revealing oneself, one's pain, one's burden, and one's lessons, the spun gold from the journey is enough. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we talk about having conversations that don't necessarily have answers. Right. Like the, the notion of asking questions is enough. And I like that Janet Mock has said that the power is in revealing the vulnerability. Mm-hmm. It's just putting it out there. Yeah. And it's very powerful. Lemonade was very, very powerful. First time, no lie, first time I've ever cried watching a music video. Yeah. Which yeah. part was it? The very end of that one. Because it, it has that full arc, you know? Mm-hmm. She goes through all of the feelings of 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 anger and, and grief right. and betrayal and everything that you would feel if 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 you know you were if Jay-Z cheated on you with Becky with the good hair. Right. Whoever that listen. Whoever that is, I, I Rachel that, Ray. I, I know that <laughs> I see you, Rachel Ray. I know what you're doing with those Sammies. You can't fool me with those Sammies. I know what you got in the oven. Oh man. Uh no, you shout out Rachel was, Ray. Was, Thank you so much for listening to Comic <laughs> right. Book Chantel. You Sammy's great. Thank you five for the five stars, stars positive positive comment. Yeah, we appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that people actually thought it was they Rachel got the name wrong and they Ray. went after Rachel Ray? Um, you know what? And this, this, this is a, stands. This is a whole play. other thing that they, they don't play. And paying attention to the art that Beyonce created, you you have to do that and separate it from the fans. And you and I know what that's all about because we love Philadelphia, and mm-hmm. we have to separate ourselves from, let's say, Flyers fans mm-hmm. and the way that they act up. Right. It's a very different thing to say you love the the concept versus you love the fan base mm-hmm. because the fan base sometimes they get a little out of control. Yeah, I mean every fan base sometimes get out of control, but the the but the bay, the beehive, uh huh, we don't want no problems. Mm, buzz buzz. Comic book junto, I don't want no problems. Keep your lemon emo your lemon and your bee emojis <laughs> to yourself. Wu Tang thought they had the bees on lock, and they did not know. They didn't Beyonce know that was coming down the line. Queen bee killer bees, they ought to swarm. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. So yeah, uh, the the living breathing superhero. Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Speaking of uh, superheroes, 
Rest in peace, Prince. Yeah, man. Like just a little shout out. You know, like, I don't think there's we anything. We don't even, like, what can you, I don't even, because uh, this is on our list of things to talk about. And I was yeah. like. What can you say? We, we need to talk about it, but like, what am I, what are we supposed to say? I want, I want to bring this up only because I think uh, there's nothing for us to say that hasn't been said already yeah. and probably more eloquently than, than we can do right now. But Prince contributed to geek culture. Prince made a lot of people mm-hmm. who were weird feel really comfortable mm-hmm. being weird, mm-hmm. and that is dope. Yeah, and Prince directly contributed to geek culture by making the Get- entire Batman soundtrack. The Tim Burton. Uh, In case you didn't know, what was it? Eighty-eight, eighty-nine. A lot of people's favorite Batman movie. Yeah, your boy Prince mm-hmm. did the soundtrack. Yes, he did, and he did the bat dance. I don't know if you remember the bat dance, yeah. but in the music video, Prince is twirling around dressed as the Joker. <laughs> Man, that was. <laughs> Wacky, oh, wacky, man. but that's that's a blow. Tim Burton and Prince together, you can like I like that makes you go, mm-hmm. yep, unstoppable. Yep, I see this unstoppable. I see how you would have would have arrived at that. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, but you know, like there's so many things about Prince that have come up late. Like Prince had a comic book. Did no? you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, know that. like there was a comic book of him on a motorcycle and him punt kicking dudes and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen a lot of his. There's know, that Batgirl comic that got a variant, right? The Purple Rain, right? Batgirl comic, and that's exactly. like the the, the uh, Batgirl of Burnside, like the the yes. Babs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, also, I've seen a lot of his interviews lately. Yeah, you know, it's it's like one of those things where it makes you say you want to make sure that you appreciate the people while they're here. Yeah, you know what I mean, without a doubt. Um, you want to appreciate the the awesome folks around you right now. The people who you take for granted will always be there. Um, and even, you know, like sometimes, not that I'm saying don't be critical, but the person who you're most critical of right now in the, the creative things that you like. Mm-hmm. What if tomorrow they were gone? Yeah. How do you pay respect? How, how do you how do you honor what they gave you? You know, especially in a time where we were so quick to criticize, we're so quick to jump down our favorite celebrity's throat. Yeah, this person who's giving us stuff, creativity to consume, we're so quick to rip them as soon as they don't do it the way we want them to. And again, this is not an anti-criticism thing, but I think it's a pro appreciation thing. Yeah, because tomorrow's not promised for that creative. Yeah, you know what I mean. The things that they made that you loved. There's no guarantee that they're going to be here tomorrow to make those things again or make the next thing or to see them perform. So maybe if there's that person that you wanted to go see in concert or maybe there's that, you know, person who's going to do that show or whatever the case may be, maybe just say, man, it's not promised that that person's going to be there. And if I got the money, if I got the time, maybe I should go you know, support that person or go have an experience with them. Put your phone down. Don't mm. experience it through your phone, mm-hmm. but actually go. Cause I've never seen Prince perform. You know what I mean? No, same. You know, I think there's a lot of people that I like from a distance that I think I would like to be a little more proactive and actually going to like experience their live, you know, you yeah. get what I'm trying to say? I do. I do. Absolutely. I'm, I have, I have very few regrets in my life, but one of my greatest regrets is several years ago, a friend of mine invited me to see a musician that I love very, very, very much mm-hmm. out in West Philly, intimate show, come and see Jeff Mangum. This is a guy who had a band called 
Neutral Milk Hotel. Mm-hmm. And Neutral Milk Hotel is a little like Indy John. They're kind of like these <laughs> like gods of indie scene. So super hipster, right? But right. I grew up with these guys. I mean, it, they were really important for me in, uh, I guess I was in high school. It was just really important music to me. They drop off the face of the planet. They're not making music anymore. They're these tall tales about where Jeff Mangum is, what he's doing. He just kind of disappears. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold, maybe about five years ago, a friend of mine calls me up and says, Jeff Mangum is playing a surprise show in West Philly. I have two tickets. Do you want to go? And I'll be damned. I said, I'm busy. I didn't go. And as it turns out, he goes and it was like inside of a church. It was real small. Mm. And he was sitting in the front row while this guy, this legend, this person I thought I would never be able to see, he's just kind of walking around, sharing space, you mm. know, creating an experience yeah. for my buddy, for my best friend, Aaron. And I didn't go. And I think about that all the time. Right. All the time. Like, why did I not go? What was I doing mm-hmm. on that evening? I can't remember. Yeah. And case in point. I can't even remember what I was doing. So right. it was not as important as a being being in the presence of someone who's very inspirational to me. Yeah. Another yeah. thing I think about is tr- as a creative myself, trying to create experiences for people as well. Memories, yeah. you know, because making content for people to consume is powerful as well. But like, how, what does it look like to make that, you know, an, a, another level of actually like making an experience for someone to come to? Yeah. You know, so... Just stuff that you start thinking about when when something like this happens, mm-hmm. and it's just just food for thought. So much love to Prince. Mm-hmm. You much know what love. I mean. And that's that. Okay, let's segue from Prince to Kings. Mm-hmm. Uh, how do you like that? That's a royalty segue. Go for it. It's just running. Take with us this there. One. Yo, do you watch Game of Thrones? Absolutely not. Dang. I want to though. I uh-huh. started. And it's so hard for me to get into it's because dense. we've talked about this a little bit. Oh, before. they're made up names. I'm like, who are these people? Lannisters like, and Tywin and Brienne of Toth and Drogon and Khal Drogo. And yo, it, all that is a little hard. It's a little tough. Like they start talking, like you know what's going on. Yeah, they don't introduce anybody. Yeah, there's 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 the, and they just start going. Yeah. You Something know? I, I remember having a damn good time. I was like, "Is it his name is Varys or his name is Valyrian or what? It, what is what, what's with the V?" Yeah. Uh, and it's I, like they're talking a whole other language. And in a lot of ways, they are. They, there's some actual created, manufactured language that they built for the show. Mm-hmm. But after the first season, you sink into it a little bit. But I've found that the thing that I love about the show is its the social aspect. When I have a question, I'm sitting next to my buddy. I'm like, what the hell was that? Mm-hmm. Can you explain that to me? And I enjoy that. That's like the water cooler moment. We yeah. have that. Uh, but I want to get into it because I feel like I'm behind and that's something I'm supposed to be a part of. Yeah. But the other thing that's daunting is like, what are we, season six? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, it's a, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But they, it just came back. Season six just began on Sunday night. It was uh, an interesting, strangely paced episode. I have nothing to say beyond that. All right. There's a big old twist at the end, mm-hmm. which I will not get into. Okay. Love it. Deal with it. <laughs> All right. Well, for, for those of you out there on the internet who know what the heck Adam's talking about, yeah, right. I'm glad you got glad we were able to pr- provide that moment for you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But if you're like me and you're like, what is this bull talking about? 
But let's just say there is a, there is a very very attractive young woman, and she's taking her clothes off, and every every everybody who watches Game of Thrones knows this character is just always going to show up and get naked as soon as possible. It just seems to be the case. Okay, it's just what she does, Melisandre. And this, Wait, this, are you about to say everything you just no, said? No, I'm not going to say, say what happens, but on this particular occasion, things just changed entirely. And everybody who was previously getting excited, like, yep, yeah, Melisandre, she's naked, suddenly turned to, oh, 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 no, 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 no. And then the end of the episode. And so all of us have gone through this, this journey together. Okay. Now, the rise and fall. Of wanting to see Melisandre naked and okay. deciding, please put that back on. Please. Hey, please put that back on. Thank you. And then end. Totally confused. Very exciting. I'll tell you, I'll tell you off <laughs> Very air excited. so we don't spoil anything. Got you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got you. Mm-hmm. All right. So moving on to a new story that we covered a little bit in the past. Uh, we talked about. Reebok selling the alien stompers from the original alien movie that that was it the original alien movie? Yeah, from that, the original. Yeah, that mm-hmm. Ripley wore in the movie, right? So turns out they made the sneakers, you know, they're coming out, yada uh-huh. yada yada. And guess what? Mm. Guess what, internet? They only made dude sizes. <laughs> it kills Wait, me. hold up. It kills me. Hold up. <laughs> Isn't it a woman's shoe? Yeah. From the movie? It's Ripley. So you didn't make no shoes of the woman's shoe yeah. for women to buy? Uh, Reebok. What are you doing? Reebok. What is that? This, like, what, isn't there someone in the room going, um, we should probably make women's sizes, right? Yeah. It was a shoe that was being worn by a woman. Rip, now, Ripley is a powerful female protagonist. How are you going to not give powerful women her shoes, a chance at her shoes. Apparently, Reebok says that they're unisex, but they were only listed on their website as male sizes. Now, I will say this. A lot of times, women will buy men's shoes in smaller sizes, so okay. that is a part of sneaker culture. But I also get the word, for real. Yeah. Like, it's a woman's shoe. Apparently, too, they made... So, yesterday was 426, April 26th. And that is Alien Day, mm-hmm. named after LV426, where right. all the xenomorphs are, are chilling. And evidently, Reebok made 426 pairs of this shoe, but only sold 36. So they said they were doing 426 pairs, and that's it. Very limited. Mm-hmm. They didn't even sell a fraction of that. Because... No explanation. So almost no one was able to even get one in the first place. So they're just tripping all over the place. That's, that, that, the fact that they didn't have women's sizes for Ripley's shoe, my brain's leaking out of my ear. Now, what is that? I mean, like I said, I can see the argument for, like, well, I mean, well, hey, you know, but I think it would just be like a wise move, mm. you know. But I, I, it, it again goes into some of the things we've talked about before which where it's like you know if your mind is is primarily focused towards men yeah and you know women are a secondary thing yeah or like the majority culture in a situation and the minority culture is like a secondary thing you know you got to be able to receive the feedback when someone points out to you and goes hey you didn't really consider us you know i'm queuing up that that freedom song again i'm I'm queuing up the freedom (laughs) i'm just gonna blast that one again freedom I don't know the words. It's yet. all right. It's okay. <laughs> Take your time. The, 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 you know, just make sure you know them before you go to the show. Okay. Bye. 
Um, next part, this is Adam specifically put this, yeah. this put this in here because he's really excited about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, I'm very, very stoked. So The Rock shared via Instagram yeah. a, fo- <laughs> a, fo- a photo of him and the rest of the cast run of, of the new Baywatch movie yeah. running on the beach. Adam, your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm really excited that he's illustrating the content of the film. And it's clear to me that they've they've really dove into the psyche of what makes a Baywatch movie, mm, right? Mm. You know, they're taking a look at, at what's at the core, yes. that, that nougat. Yes, of course. At yes. the center of someone's interest Absolutely. in a drama. Absolutely, yes. For lifeguards. Yes. Uh, I think it's fascinating. Go on, yes. Their use of slow motion mm. is modern, oh, but nostalgic. Masterful. Please. A lot of a lot of skin, a lot of bare bronze skin. Indeed, yes, yes. Very uh-huh, much so. Uh-huh, Indeed, uh-huh. Yes. I'm bored of this. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I tried to put on the like, the, like the intellectual. No, voice. I liked did that. It help? I, no, that that did help. That okay. that did help. That it it, it felt yes, like. Yes, of course. Yes, yes, yes. Of course. I was like, I was talking to this is uh, this is either a uh, an academic or a therapist. We're like right. working through some things right, right now. The, the, I follow the Rock on Instagram, uh-huh. just like the rest the of the is world. Awesome. He's I'm the best. Rock fan. He's yeah. the best, and uh, he posts a lot of photos. From the set, from Baywatch. Sure, yeah. So I'm curious, like... <laughs> do you care about this movie? No, no. No, I, do I care about it because The Rock is in it? Yeah. Yeah. Would I see Scorpion King 15 if it came out and The Rock was in it? Yeah. The only reason I'm even paying this movie any mind is because The Rock is in it. And I guarantee you that's a huge piece of why they put The Rock in it. Because they know... That the rock kind of like legitimizes this thing, in a and he legitimizes it in a way that Sylvester Stallone legitimized movies back in the day, yes. and Arnold Schwarzenegger legitimized movies back in the day. You just in and even dare I say Jason Statham? Oh yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like you you know that I'm going to get a good hefty amount of Jason Stathamness out of this, and uh-huh. that's why I came. Uh-huh. I'm not coming expecting to get a hep, like a depth of no I'm, I'm coming for you know the rock being a tough guy now did you hear this they're doing a crossover film with baywatch and men in black mm. and so this is going to be men black in- men on w- watch out for black men <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it is a uh, it is a biting social commentary. Watch out for black men. Wow, watch out for black men featuring uh, uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, <laughs> Kevin Hart, <laughs> Zach Efron, oh, Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, look, can't wait. <laughs> loving loving this Hollywood mix up. Oh, loving man. this Hollywood mix up. But I did hear that the Rock officially signed on for the Jumanji movie. <laughs> So we can all get excited oh, about that. Hold up. The way that you just delivered that information, first and foremost, it's not even in our notes. Hey. The way you just delivered that information is like, yo, someone just gave me the DL. And and it turns out, yes, in fact, The Rock is he's on board. So I want to know who gave you the DL. The internet did. I mean, who else is there? Who else do you get your information from but the internet? I know. I know. All right, moving on. Moving on. Other movie news. Uh, Hasbro movies. You, you remember... You know what? Speaking of The Rock, mm-hmm. G.I. Joe, mm-hmm. the movie. Mm-hmm. There were two of those, I think. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you see those? I did. Yeah. Like them? Yeah, I mean... They're fun. They're fun movies. For right? what they are? And when I say fun, I mean, it's just like... 
Yeah, you veg out, you kind of just turn your brain off and enjoy things blowing up and people punching people. And yeah, exactly. So Hasbro makes G.I. Joe, and Hasbro wants to do this big uh, connected universe, right? universe mm-hmm. cinematic connected Isn't Transformers universe. Transformers a part of that? Uh, it's a good question. I know they were talking about Transformers G.I. Joe crossover. The way that it's listed online is G.I. Joe, Micronauts, Visionaries, and Mask, and ROM. Like the uh, mask as far as like Jim Carrey the mask? No, 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 no. Mask is Mobile Armored <clears throat> Strike Command, which okay. is like this vehicle-based <laughs> action cartoon from days of old. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, a friend of mine um, uh, and, and the guy who was our instructor for... Chikara, yeah. and wrestling instructor, yeah. retired wrestler Mike Quackenbush is setting on a campaign to write a mask comic book, mm-hmm. and it is that it is this mask Hasbro's mask. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hasbro wants to make this whole connected universe, and reportedly they have uh, author Michael Shaben, who is uh, the the guy who wrote the Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, one of my favorite books of all time, and Brian K. Vaughn, yeah, are on board. To be writers to help create this shared universe. And Brian K. Vaughn writes Saga, Why the Last Man, Ex what Machina, out, what Paper came Girls. Out that he, that he, Paper Girls. No, yeah, Walking Dead, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 that, that latest yeah, that Walking one, Dead that's issue. The one, yep. um, that, that is heavy. Like, I mean, those, those are some very talented writers who are going to be contributing to making the shared universe. That's the sort of thing that makes me interested. Otherwise, I would have said, eh, I don't really care. But so those it's, guys, those, so it's those, the artists both of them who are, who are doing doing the writing, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, truly, uh, the like the rest of it, I'm like, everything doesn't need a shared universe. True. Some things make sense. Some things are like I, I can go without that. True, 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 true. But this could be interesting. Uh, the only reason I'm interested in it now is because of those writers. Right. They got talent like that, then you know, there's something going to be. I think something fun comes from that. If you tell me a good story, I'll stay to listen. Uh huh. All right. So. Um, tell me about this, this, this Deadpool movie theater fine situation. Yeah. Okay. So there's this movie theater out in Utah and the, the, the theater is called Broovies and you, it's one of those spots where you can go and, and like have a beer and watch a movie, you know, like the, uh, draft house in Texas right? or movie tavern, which is, you know, throughout the United States, we have one in my hometown now. And, uh, Apparently, out in Utah, this movie theater was showing Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool movie, and got in a whole bunch of trouble with uh, the Utah Department of Alcoholic Beverage Control. Uh, Something along the lines of they were not allowed to be serving alcohol while showing a movie that uh, no, here, here you go. Um, there's a law that says alcohol cannot be served while there is a full nudity or sexual acts on film. Because why arbitrary, but like the notion is you can serve alcohol during movie. Cool. But as long as there's no nudity or sex in the movie, because what says who says the Utah department of alcoholic beverage control. Should we maybe revisit this and see if this is like, I mean like, so you can show, you can serve alcohol with someone gets their brains blown out. Yeah. You can serve alcohol while, Things explode. Take a shot. Every, everything else in the movie was cool uh-huh. for in Deadpool. Uh-huh. Everything else in Deadpool was straight until nudity. Yes. Then, whoa, like slapping drinks out of people's hands left and right. Get yeah. that out of here. Like, how does that? I don't, I just don't understand the logic. Like, how are these other things okay? 
and this thing is not okay. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the the theater themselves say there have never been liquor law violations at the theater ever. And this this organization, the DABC, is, what, censoring movies? Like, they're... they're it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any it, sense. It lacks consistency. I could see if you said, well, you can't serve alcohol here to minors. That makes sense. Or you can't serve alcohol here at all because you don't have a liquor license. Yeah. Period. But some, that like, that's a very unique me personally, that's odd. It seems arbitrary. Speci- it's super specific. Like, yeah. who decided that and why? And what's the like? Re, like, how do you enforce that? I have no idea. And well, if you so, knew that was the case, here's how. You why did you even that. let the movie come here? Here's how you enforce that. Evidently, uh, the quote: "This is this is right up from comicbook.com. The theater's liquor license could theoretically be threatened by the quote grave violation, which could carry up to twenty five thousand dollars in fines. And nobody stepping in and going, hey, 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 hey. The owners of the theater." are furious. I bet. They're very upset. And meanwhile, the reason this is notable, Ryan Reynolds, supposedly the star mm-hmm. of the movie mm-hmm. has, has uh, <laughs> taken some sensitivity to the scenario. Yeah. And he wants to donate some of his own cash. Right. If, if they get hit with a fine. Right. Cause that is crazy. That's an awesome, that is patently that's nice, crazy. That's a nice gesture from Ryan. That is a very nice gesture. Ryan, thanks for listening. Thanks for the five stars and the positive comment. We appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you so much. By the way, uh, if anybody is having an alcoholic beverage, right now we want to remind you that according to the dabc uh, you can do that because there will be no nudity or sex right. in this episode yeah that's not going to happen yeah, yeah. but that's we'll good. let you know if that's going to happen so we're going to need you to put that mango rita down right mm-hmm. but i can i can assure you it's not going to happen I can. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's not gonna. Happen. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, you know. Pretty, I mean, like, who can say? But I but think it's I'm not gonna. Pretty happen. sure it's not gonna happen. <laughs> All right, on to Adam's favorite movie of the year thus far: oh uh, Batman v Superman. I need a drink right now. <laughs> right now, Batman v Superman. Um, more news about this movie. So, hold up. Can I share my notes with you? Can you? Do you see what my notes say underneath the link right there? Yes. You see what that says? Yes. What's that say? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what it says. It says, "Oh gosh, please." Yeah. Um, but so um, there's been rumblings about an R-rated extended version yeah. um, <laughs> of Batman v Superman. So we've got some confirmation. Uh-huh. The rated R extended version of Batman v Superman is coming in at a small, minuscule. Nowhere near what we thought it was going to be. No big deal. Just a light 181 minutes. 181 minutes? 181 minutes. Math time, friends. That's three hours and one minute. Two. Three hours. How much is it? Three hours. That's a three-hour tour. A three-hour tour. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, Adam, give it a shot. Give it a shot. I get Zack Snyder's like, go in well, with look, an look, open look. heart. I I did, and you know what? I got to give it. A, give I got it a, a second chance. I went in with an open heart, and it felt like open heart surgery because I was getting torn apart from the inside out. You know what I got in my open heart? A javelin of kryptonite. Wow, a javelin of kryptonite. But you, you know, hey, he did it for you. He did it for all. Of us. I did it for all of us. Listen. Yeah. 
you know, he failed him in life. He won't fail him in death. Are you going to watch the 100? Adam, are you going to ask me this question? Do you already know the answer to this question? <laughs> okay. Yeah, Absolutely, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. I'm going to watch all of it. I'm going to watch the extended features, which they say is going to be like two hours of like feature content. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also going to be um, Jenna Maloney's role, whatever that was. They're going to actually include that in there. It's going to be. I think they said it's going to be some more violent scenes as mm-hmm. well. More blood, more supposedly. Blood. Yeah, that's so. Yeah, you know what? That's what it needed. If it, if it had more blood, I would have totally. said 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out of 10. Martha out of Martha. Oh, my gosh. 10 Marthas. 10 Marthas out of 10 Marthas. <laughs> so, Internet, what do you think about this? I mean, are you going to go and see three hours and one minute of Batman being <laughs> Superman? Are you going to go see that? Are you going to go see... Three hours and one minute of Martha being Martha. I'm trying to think of what I will do for three hours instead of watching that. And it, you know what I might do is I might like live blog. When, when the movie comes out on Blu-ray and we have the three-hour version, mm-hmm. I think I'm going to live blog what I do alternative for three hours. And it'll probably be like... Um, I don't know. I'll pay somebody to just punch me in the face for that. That sounds hours, like a terrible maybe. idea. This is going to be, it'll be rated R a lot. Adam, I really think you're being a little extreme right now. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what? I'm not going to watch a three hour movie. I'm going to pay another person to hit me in my face instead because to me, that's a better idea. Yeah. I'll take my glasses off. Like, I'll, I'll make sure that we you got, got glasses. Would you? Yeah. Would you? Huh? Yeah. Would you? Uh, keep it on the rated R DC movie tip. We have an official trailer for the animated Killing Joke. This a rated R Batman movie you're excited about? I am excited about it. I know, I know I've expressed like kind of weird feelings because the animation reminds me of the old Saturday morning mm-hmm. cartoon, mm-hmm. but this is going to be rated R, a lot of heavy material in it. I watched the trailer. Did you? I did. And what do you think? I'm happy to hear Mark Hamill as the yeah. Joker. Oh, man. Like that's the Joker in my head. Whenever I read it, that's the Joker. I'm happy to hear, you know, um, <clears throat> Kevin Conroy is Batman. Whenever I read Batman, I just read Batman 51. Mm-hmm. Kevin Conroy is the voice I hear. Mm-hmm. You know, voice act, like awesome voice actors, OG voice actors. And I really appreciate, like if I could meet them in person, I would go, there's a good chance that you probably might want to do something else. What do you mean? What, like, what? I mean, you know, when you do something for long enough, you're like, I want to do other things. Uh, I want to go other places. I want to be something else. I can understand. Like, maybe you don't want to keep doing this, uh, but thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Because it means a lot to me. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because when I hear the other guy do Batman and I've heard other people do Joker, no disrespect to them. They, you know, not the same. but it's not the same. So every time these two guys get together to do an animated joint, I'm just like, I'm just appreciative as a fan. Yeah. I'm appreciative. And this is the first time because the animated movies that DC does are so good. Yeah. Like the actual cinematic movies, Marvel's got it on lock. Uh-huh. The Marvel animated joints are not that good to me. Yeah. But yeah. The, but these animate these animated movies that DC does. <laughs> Yeah, they're, like they're almost incredible. Everyone's great. So I would love to see what a rated R Batman story specifically is going to look like. Yeah. You know, like, like where are we going? And yeah. even in the trailer, again, they didn't show too much, you know, and I've read the book and so have you, but I, I really want to see what this looks like. The, the part that I'm most excited for is the additional content 
for Batgirl, the Barbara Gordon stuff. Yeah. Because evidently they're adding a lot of story to help build up and introduce Batgirl. I know we've covered this before. That's what I'm most excited about because I have not seen that. I don't, I wonder who wrote that. It, it wasn't Alan Moore, and it's not a contribution from an, an original. I don't think it's a, a contribution from someone on the original creative team. But I'm I'm very eager to find out what they do with that character, how they make sure that character has a a robust purpose in the story. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited to see that because I, I think that could serve as a standard for how you uh, modify, update, yeah. correct things that maybe were not done so well yeah. originally. Yeah. I mean, we have to, we, we, we have to start looking at how we're going to modify these very, very, very old properties and old stories. That's right. I mean, that's something that we talk about a lot. That's something we're going to continue talking about. Even in this episode, we're going to talk about a little bit more. In fact, that actually reminds me of something that we have on our list, which is to uh, jump back to something we talked about last week. Uh, The controversy controversy surrounding the casting of the ancient one Mm -hmm. in Marvel's Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. There are a lot of people who are upset about Tilda Swinton being cast as the ancient one. The ancient one was traditionally a Tibetan character in the comics. And Tilda Swinton is not Tibetan. She is not Asian. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, we're coming back to this after you and I talking a little bit about whitewashing in Hollywood, which we so often do and we don't appreciate, but we know is a thing. Yeah. And now we have an actual response from Marvel and from Tilda Swinton herself. Sure. Marvel says a, the Ancient One is not a character. We're not basing this character on the original character from the comics. The they Tibetan. said she's not... An, it, wait, what? It's not a character. It's a title. Okay. And so it is a title that a can mantle. be... Pa- a mantle. that can be passed down from person to person to person to person. And so they're saying, look, we're, we're not saying we got Tilda to be an Asian character. We, we didn't oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, we knew... Uh, well... Uh, we what? would hope. Wait, hold on. We Wait, would hope let me, that. Let me shut up and let you talk. Go ahead. Yeah. So what if what they're saying effectively is this ancient one that's being depicted in the film is Celtic, is is of Celtic origin. But here's here's my thing. I understand what they're saying, but I mean, still a white person, right? Like, so we still cast a white person. So their rebuke is they're in a pickle. They can't have a Tibetan actor or actress sure because china represents a huge market for Mm -hmm. the film Mm -hmm. and china does not recognize tibet as an independent nation Mm -hmm. they do not recognize tibet so to have a tibetan person in the role as a tibetan would be very upsetting for chinese audiences right and to have a chinese actor portraying a tibetan would also be a problem So it seems like they're all in this bind. They're trying to navigate whatever they can, but what they decided to do is get Tilda Swinton. It's really confusing for me to wrap my mind around this. I want to trust that they've made a really good decision, but I, this is a confused, this is confusing. Well, so no one is debating if Tilda Swinton is playing an Asian man. I don't like that's not the debate. No one's like so you saying, well, Tilda Swinton's not playing someone Asian, she's playing someone Celtic. It's like, 
Who who asked you that? Well, I think, but that's the thing. I disagree with you. I disagree. Well, maybe I'm missing it. Maybe yeah. I am missing it. Help because me the way, the the uh, the way her character is shown in the trailer uh, is a little reminiscent of a mystical Asian person, what, which uh, is a stereotype in and of itself. So hold on, wait. Let, yeah. let, let me back up a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the ancient one. Uh huh. Is originally a Tibetan man. In the original comics. Right. Yes. So now, Marvel's saying Tilda Swinton is not playing the Ancient One. They're saying the Ancient One is effectively like Green Lantern Corps. Right. But what I'm asking is, is Tilda Swinton playing the Ancient One? Yes. Okay. So that's what we're talking about. Yes. We're not talking about if Tilda Swinton is Asian. Correct. That's the... That I don't need you to tell me she's not Asian. Yeah, understandably. You know but what, what she's effectively doing, you know, this is the same scenario that we have with uh, Scarlett Johansson playing a character who was originally Asian. So right. the question is like, hold up. Why did we do that? Right. Why did we make a white person get, what give a role that was uh, an Asian person? Right. Yeah. So this is like, that's the confusion right from the get-go. Yeah. And Marvel's explanation, which, by the way, we've talked about wanting explanations for choices for casting. Mm-hmm. So from, the, from the jump, I'm satisfied that they've come out and said, look, this is why we did what we did. However, it's still, it still feels troublesome. Like what, why? why does it feel troublesome to you? Well, it's a curious thing in that they, the ancient one was Tibetan, but they don't want to have a Tibetan person because they don't want to upset or ostracize an entire market. Right. Mm-hmm. So, what what could be the best possible scenario? What Let's was make the, them white, right? And it seems like that could be. I, I don't know. It still feels like, but it's you know, it's a white person. It's it's a role going to a white person. So here's my issue. Here's my issue. I don't really care what like what. And this isn't towards you, Adam. This is more so towards what I'm hearing and what yeah. I'm reading. Here's how I'm taking it. Maybe uh-huh. I am misunderstanding uh-huh. it. And we ha- have had a few conversations on Twitter about this with some of the listeners and, you know, just discussions in general. Here's how I'm taking it. This character originally was a, was an Asian stereotype. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that, that seems to be the case. So here's how we fix it. Uh-huh. We make them white. Right. What? Yeah. What? That's, like that is that, you. That is like, crystal that, clear. That's that's all, all this other stuff you're talking about is like a red herring. Yeah. It's like look over there, and we're just gonna like nobody's asking you about that. And that's you know I'm, that's not what we're talking about. That's perfect phrasing to say it's a red herring because the response for Marvel, even though I'm happy to have a response, I'm happy to have words come from their camp, mm-hmm. right? They still don't satisfy because it's going along with this. Marvel doesn't see it as an issue, mostly due to the fact that the ancient one title isn't one particular person, but an honor passed amongst many. That's not addressing exactly. the point. So comicbook.com phrases this nicely and says, look, that makes sense. Doesn't explain why they went with a Celtic right. person. Because, and, and, this is, and this is the point again, and this is... Why, even as you were explaining it to me, partially probably why I was like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Like, who asked you that? Yeah. Who, who's talking about that? Mm-hmm. Like, we're saying we're looking in the past. We're seeing issues with the past yeah. of our IP. And how are we addressing it? We'll just make them white. 
Yeah. And that's the pattern that I'm seeing. Right. That's what I'm asking you to address. And that's what's not being addressed. Yeah. Danny ran again, another, Hey, white guy goes and learn. Like we've talked about this, even Dr. Strange to a certain point. It's the same thing. Yeah. Like white guy goes and learns from this Asian culture, learns about the stuff better than them, and now he becomes sorcerer supreme. Yeah. No diss, but what I'm saying is here's another opportunity for you to tell a story from this perspective that goes to another white actress last actress. Yeah. And that's the point. It's not anti Tilda Swinton. And for and and and, and what's uh, what's offending me and frustrating me is for you to somehow make it about well the Asian one's not Asian. Like I want to smack you in the, like I want makes me want to like yeah. get aggressive cuz it's like yo don't don't talk to me like I'm stupid. Yeah. Like I didn't ask like I you don't think I know and that's that just t- Tilda Swinton's not Asian. Tilda, like, why are you telling me about Tilda this? Swinton herself uh spoke to the press and says uh it's important for me to tell you that my character is not an Asian one. So like and it's I'm, like I'm just why like, do I'm we like, have to so so something like a statement like that makes me so angry. Yeah. Uh, um it's important for me to let you know that I'm not playing somebody Asian. I can look at you and see that. I know this. Why did you need to? T- is that yeah. what we're here to talk about right now? Yeah. Is that what the outcry is? So, like, I apologize, Internet, for getting worked up. As you can no, hear, but it's like, I'm look, getting worked up. But it's and like, here, at the end of the day, Ak, at the end of the day, like, what what is the solution, right? What could Marvel do that is mindful and smart and creative and interesting, right? There are a lot of things that they can do. And what they decided to do is, I think, explain away things by saying, oh, well, you know, there's one problem that's obvious. We didn't do that problem. We didn't do that thing. She's not Asian. It's not as bad as it yeah. could be. Yeah, so right. It's good. We didn't hire a white person to pretend to be Asian. So, you know, we're cool. Nobody asked you that. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's frustrating. And coming back to this, Again, I'm happy that there's a dialogue about this. Yes. I'm happy that so let's, Marvel let's, is... Let's, let's point out something that's praiseworthy. Mm-hmm. There is a dialogue happening. Yeah. However, comma, I don't like what you guys are saying. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. I still don't buy it. Like, even what I said on Twitter, I, 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 I gave the McNulty, eh, little hand joint, like, eh. Like, I yep. hear you, but uh sounds... Uh, it's weak. Looks yeah. funny in the light. You yeah. know what I mean? You yeah. hold it up to the light, you're like, ah... I don't know. Yeah. I, and it, I mean, like, never mind the fact that the, the, the whole notion that they didn't want to have a Tibetan person because they didn't want to upset Chinese audiences. So, that, so that's a whole, like, oh so you don't want to upset can of worms. Like, you don't want to, uh, and, and listen, I want to be sensitive to that because, one, I want to acknowledge the fact that there's a level to, to me being ignorant to this. I am unaware. So that's why I kind of wanted to be quiet for a while and go, well, help me understand what you're saying here. Yeah. Cause, but even as I feel like I have at least enough of an understanding to have a comment about it, I'm like, yeah, but n- nobody asked you that. Yeah. Nobody asked you that. I'm, I'm saying here's an opportunity to cast a person of color and you didn't do it. Virtually anyone. Because, because there would have been a, an issue. with. So your solution is make them white. And it's starting to be... And, and here's the real issue. It's starting to look like a pattern. Yeah. And when it starts to look like a pattern, perception starts to be reality. Uh-huh. And what I need you to do is start to acknowledge 
the fact yeah. that your pattern is starting to look intentional. Yeah. And an explanation like this to someone who has ears to hear is going, don't, don't talk to me like I'm stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, like it, address the issue that we're talking about. So there's no need for us to keep going round and round. It's a, it I got to keep my blood pressure down. It's tangled. It's tangled. huh? And it's, I, these conversations are the ones that need to be had. These conversations need to be had because we can't, as fans, as comic book fans, we can't always shrug and be like, eh, okay. I mean, I guess, I guess they got it under control. Because word up, a woman was cast. Word. That's dope. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. Sure. You know what I mean? And again, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Because that's another thing. It's like, well, we cast, well, a woman, like, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. Let's just be fully mindful, you know, all the way. You can't just, well, I did, well, we did this thing. It's like, that's great. You did that thing, but that that's not what we're talking about. So when you, when you use my name, you put some respect, put some respect on my name Put some respect. and I ain't going to all three of y'all Uh huh. and I ain't going to say it no more. Y'all finish. Y'all done. Y'all finish. Put some respect on it. Uh, that's, that's where I am right now. That's where I am. That's that. That's the level right now. I'm at like Birdman level, uh, uh, irrational frustration. Put, put some respect on my put name. Put some respect on my name. All three of y'all. All right. I said it already. <laughs> I said it already. Uh, uh, I, I said, I said it already. Okay. I'm, I'm pulling up on you though. Do we know what that's about, by the way? For, uh, hey, listeners, if anyone is unaware, um, Birdman. If anyone's unaware, you put some respect on my name. Put some respect on my name. Put some respect on it. Uh, Birdman, rapper Birdman, who who we haven't seen in a while <laughs> or heard in a while. Came in with 30 goons. He came in. Oh, he, he was rolling deep. And he uh, came with high he was joining uh, Charlemagne the God on, oh, yeah, on, Breakfast, on Club. Breakfast Club. Angela, G, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. Uh-huh. And he he seemed to have a beef with the hosts. I don't know. All three of them. I don't know what this was about. I still don't know. Yeah. And uh, all, all all three of the hosts wanted to know. All three. All three of them wanted to know where Birdman was coming from with this animosity, and Birdman lost it. And he, he said a couple. Of, he said a couple of things that I that and, I think uh, are very funny. Birdman lost it. Birdman lost it. This is me explaining to the police uh, the officer. At that point in time, Birdman lost it. He lost it. It was at that moment that Birdman <laughs> lost it. And then the uh, the Hamiltons uh, remixed his his uh, his what would you call his rampage. Uh, in, I could have pulled up. Put yeah. some respect on it. Yeah, and it's really beautiful. What they made. They made that lemonade. Gangster. They made lemonade out of lemons, huh? <laughs> they made lemonade out of lemons. Thank you, Rosenbergers. Thank you so much for your support. Really appreciate your sponsorship. Love Rosenbergers. Mmm, Rosenbergers. Is y'all finished? Or is we through? <laughs> All right, okay. Let's move along. Civil War is coming out next week. Mm. Captain America 3, Civil War. You're not really excited about this. I am so stoked on this movie. I don't want to see anything else. I am now... Oh, so now you don't want to see nothing else. I'm officially in your camp. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm officially in your camp. Oh, yeah. I can't join? Doors doors of the church are closed. Wow, 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 wow. We're not not... accepting any more members. No, no, you're welcome. You're always welcome. Okay, here I am. Anybody else who wants to join the blackout community... (laughs) Come on in. The doors of the old church are always open. Civil War has two post-credit scenes. I don't want to know nothing else. That's all I know. But that is notable primarily so you don't feel like a jackass sitting in the theater 
waiting for the credits. To Every end. time we go to these movies, yeah, people are getting up. What do they? And do? I almost feel offended. Mm-hmm. I'm like, sit down. They're not done. Yeah, it's like getting up in the middle of something when it's not over yet. You're just gonna get up and leave. It's not over. Mm-hmm. How dare you? They get they get to the, the. How many years have we been doing this? They get to the second to last page in the book, and, and then just toss the book behind them. Come like, on, man. Nah. They didn't even get to the point where it says, "Want to know what happens next?" <laughs> they don't wonder what happens next. They don't want to know. They think they know. They said, "We threw." Ugh. Uh, along uh, those same lines, uh, Marvel apparently. No longer going to be releasing an Inhumans movie, or at least uh, there is not a a a date, a release date. We used to have a release date for Inhumans, I think, in 2019. I wonder what that's about. And now there is no release date. There's some people who think that might have to do with X Men as a property coming mm. back to Marvel. What? 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 Yeah. And and look, let me let me wait. Just qual- wait. I want to qualify wait. this. Yeah, help me because what are you saying? I want to qualify this. This is some serious assumption making oh let me business. calm down okay Some but internet speculation but this is this is why well, i can't front that was the first thing i thought when you said that this is that yeah and i mean the reason why is because the inhumans for a lot of, of people a lot of fans marvel cinematic studios you know what they said what's that when you talk about x-men put some respect on my no. name <laughs> <laughs> when you talk about x-men put some respect on my name <laughs> and i ain't gonna say it no more Tree, <laughs> he's talking to all three of the, the X Men movies, right? All three, three y'all. <laughs> Put some respect on my name. So the Inhumans no longer has a release date. Some people think the Inhumans were sort of Marvel's stopgap because they didn't have yep. access to the cinematic yep. rights for yep. X Men. Mm-hmm. So okay, let's roll with some other mutant like individuals. Inhumans are are, are awfully similar, mm-hmm. and there are a few folks who, who who think maybe this means something's in the works. Phase four, and they wouldn't need the Inhumans anymore because they got some. They got big guns. Phase four. So who knows? Hey, I don't know, but it's interesting to big. me. That it's would be big. Listen, because there's a good. Because look, last Wolverine, Wolverine three, possibly Old Man Logan. Yeah, you know we got this X Men joint. Um. That's coming out. X Men: uh, Days of Future Apocalypse Past Three. Um, <laughs> watch you know? out for Black Men. Watch out for X Men Three. Watch out for Black Men. <laughs> that's still funny. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's gonna be fun picking a name for this episode. <laughs> Black Man Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> ah, oh my god! I, I think of. Uh, I think, oh man! I think of uh, Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's old sketches when he's laughing to himself saying the racism is killing me inside. (laughs) Oh man. Um, Yeah. But, but that would be, that would be really big if they see like, man, well, Sony made it work. Yeah. You know? And I mean, if Spider-Man homecoming might pop off and Fox might go, you know what? Maybe we can get more money together than we can separately. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hope. Cause can you imagine Marvel gets their hands on X-Men and all the X-Men properties. That would be stellar. They got to leave. They got to leave Deadpool alone now. Yeah. They got to hire them people. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's being done just fine. Yeah. They don't need to do anything. In fact, Colossus was my favorite depiction of an X-Men in a movie. Join us, please. Why do this? Yeah. He was terrific. He was terrific. We need to keep Colossus the way he is. All right. um, So... Just a couple of things. Uh-huh. The projected uh, income for 
Civil War, 230 million international. That's projected. Projected over uh, 190 million domestic. Okay. Office. Yeah, we didn't hear anything about these like ultimate passes for Civil War. How come Batman v Superman got an ultimate pass? How come Batman v Superman got the uh, take a shower while you're watching the movie situation, 4D, real D, uh, tickle your ankles. <laughs> <laughs> Blow some wind on your ears. <laughs> uh, how come Civil War is not getting that mess? Oh, man, can you imagine somebody blowing on your ears? This is for the ambiance. If you don't stop blowing your hot breath on my ears. Oh, man, you see Spider-Man zipping around? Imagine what that feels like. <sighs> <laughs> get man, get away from me! I'm never oh. coming to the same movie theater again. Oh man, we're having way too much fun. Last thing, <laughs> last thing on the news. Remember the old, not old, but from 2012, the the Dread movie. Loved Dread 3D. Dope, right? Loved Dread 3D. Yeah, so good. So Carl Urban wants to try to get the same, you know, John Poppin with either Netflix or Amazon Prime. Yeah, sign me up. I'm, I'm on board. He's a dope dread. I really liked him as dread. Like he, him with the frown underneath the mask looks like it was dope. Yeah. That, that movie was awesome. That was one of my favorite 3d movies. One of the very, very few that I have seen in 3d that I really appreciated. I'm like avatar. I liked in 3d and dread 3d. I liked, Oh, and step up 3d mm-hmm. step up three D. Hmm. Was is just those three movies? Mm. Top top three movies. Adam's top three movies. <laughs> so Moon, Moonwalker's not in there. Moonwalker's not in there. <laughs> no, 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 Forget Moonwalker. <laughs> I'm talking about real 3D movies. Yeah. All right. So that's it for the news. An hour later, <laughs> we had a great time with this. We took our time this time. Hey, I'll tell you what. When you're talking for a really long time, you can get parch, Rosenberger's lemonade. Thank you, Rosenberger's. <laughs> hey. You know, you get lemons, you know, you make lemonade. <laughs> um, do we want to get into a talk back? Let's do it. We can just do like a, a quick little thing right here. Let's do it. Okay. So first of all, shout out to Smugsy. Yeah. Yeah. Smugsy, we don't have time to read your whole Metro Boomin origin story. Not the entire story. Do you have an excerpt, excerpt Adam? Uh, yeah, of course I do. Okay. Okay. So shout out to him. He actually wrote in a Metro Boomin origin story. He's trying to defeat me with the one that I made up on the, off the, off the cuff. That's right. We asked for this. We, we, asked we, for we asked for your Metro Boomin, why young Metro doesn't trust you origin story. And Smugsy comes through and he delivers and we're not going to use the, we're not going to read the whole thing, but here's what I'm going to share with you. Okay. This is just an excerpt. Take right. us, take us there. At this point in time, we got Metro booming, young Metro and future skateboarding. They were, they were skateboarding. Okay. They were doing a little kick push. I don't know if they do that. Apparently they have a major age dif- uh, d- differential. <laughs> okay. Uh, but uh, they go. Hey, this is an origin story. I mean, look. Yo, it's excellent. It is excellent. I'm green lighting this all up and down. You're investing in it? Uh-huh. Okay. James Cameron says this is going to have four sequels. Wow. Uh, so the they're, they're going for some uh, uh, Neosporin. They go over to Uncle Ricky's store down the street. And here's, here's where... Uh, we find out that Uncle Ricky is covered in blood. The store is trashed, confused and scared. Metro said, Uncle Ricky? Uncle Ricky stepped away from the other chair and toward Metro. That's when Metro saw him. 
sitting there tied up, vulnerable, clearly hurt, sitting across from him, someone who had no business being there, Kanye West. Do you want to know what happens next? <laughs> thank you, Smugzy. Yeah, thank you, Smugzy. Here, here's the situation. We got uh, Metro, Future, and apparently Kanye West. They got this whole like situation with Uncle Ricky. Uh, I want to know more about Uncle Ricky personally. Hey, the problem is if this doesn't make sense, that's fine, because we just didn't have time to read the whole the whole drawing to you. It's true, but it is it is exhilarating. Carl Urban wants to make this film. <laughs> I saw he wants to make this on Amazon or Netflix. Uh, I love it. Smug Zedive, man. Uh, Shout out to you. Thank you for doing that. The, the, the end of this piece, by the way, it, it does say to be continued. So I do expect it to be continued. Hey, and there's still room for the rest of you guys. We want to know why Metro Boomin has trust issues. Yeah. <laughs> Please write the story and tell us. Create the story and help us find out why Metro Boomin has trust issues uh-huh. and why is Future such an eager shooter? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. All of these are good questions all around. Uh, you want to move over to our, our stack? Your pool list? Is there anything else that we wanted to... Um... Oh, you, you know what? We did ask about cartoons. Yeah. Maybe we want to spend some time on that. Yeah, so who who uh, wrote in about that? <laughs> Just open Twitter. Open, and, yeah. Uh, Raise your hand if you ahead. if you wrote in. Speak up. Why don't you? Hey, everybody. Oh, don't everybody everybody talk at once. And let's just interact with us. A little so bit. now everybody wants to be quiet. Now that you're on the spot. Now that's your chance to talk. Okay. Now you don't want to say anything. Okay. 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 Uh, we got at that site guy. He says favorite childhood cartoon is a tie between Fillmore. And Batman, the animated series. What was yours, Adam? What was your favorite childhood cartoon? Uh, my favorite cartoon is is a toss-up between a couple of cartoons. I really loved Rocco's Modern Life. Rocco's Modern Life is one of my favorite cartoons. I also really loved the Spider-Man cartoon. Spider-Man animated series. And there were so many of them. But um, I, I don't know how to even name this one. Like, you know, there were like just a lot of different iterations of the Spider-Man cartoon back in the day. And I really liked Spidey cartoons because I liked all the bad guys. Um, and, uh, also this one's a little bit of a deep cut. The earthworm gym oh. cartoon. I have all of the VHS tapes at home. I got, no, I had no VCR. I got <laughs> no VCR in the home. Just taking up space, but they're just taking up space. But I really loved that show. That show was wacky but i really love earthworm jim and it, it was up there with uh some of the other classics what about you favorite my favorite is the toss-up between teenage mutant ninja turtles mm. and batman the animated series yeah when i was younger teenage mutant ninja turtles was the joint yeah but as i've gotten I, as i got older i grew into and i really appreciated batman the animated series yeah so i would say the younger octavius younger kid octavius ninja turtles older kid octavius batman the animated series mm-hmm. grown man batman the animated series yeah yeah and i can go back and watch batman still yeah you know i i don't know if i would be able to tune into ninja turtles and still enjoy it in the same way uh, maybe i could i don't know you remember Extreme Dinosaurs? You remember Street Sharks? Yes. You remember when it was just like anthropomorphic animals doing extreme sports? Mm-hmm. Basically, that was just everything wanted to be Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. all about that. Jawsome. Jawsome. Jawsome? That's that what they thing? used to say on Street Sharks. Jawsome. Yeah. Wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Well. Anyway, that's where we are right now. That's what we're doing right now. <laughs> we're reminiscing about old comics. 
So let's get to the new comics. Uh huh. Let's get to the brown bags here. Yeah, happy brown bag day to you, Octavius. Happy brown bag day to you, Adam. Hear that noise? That's that. That's that good, good. It's the brown bag right there. Happy brown bag day to you, Internet. So here's what I've got. What do you get? I got Batman number 51. The the penultimate issue before Snyder and Cabulo leave. Is this the last one? Or is 52 the last Second one? Second to last. 52 is the last yeah, one. So 52 is the last one. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that 53 is going to be a book of the week so that we can all jump on Batman together. Yeah. So... Yo, and I found out that when the new Batman starts, it's going to be written by the guy who is writing The Vision, which is my my favorite Marvel book right now. Oh, really? And that is very exciting to me. Yeah. I think Tom King is his name. Okay. Very excited about that. I got the uh, John Romita Jr. variant cover. Okay. Yeah, because it wasn't any price difference, so I picked that one up. Yeah, that's real sharp. I like that. Yeah, it's dope. It drew me in. Um, I also got Daredevil. Number six. Okay. Old Man Logan, number five. Mm-hmm. And Dark Knight 3, Master Race, book four. I picked up Avengers Standoff, Omega 1. I have a bone to pick with Marvel right now. I have no idea how to follow this story. The fact that I picked up an Alpha 1 and then like nothing, and then an Omega 1, I genuinely don't know what's happening. But I liked Alpha 1, so we'll see where this goes. I picked up Hellcat. Versus Hetty. This is a uh, Patsy Walker Hellcat. I really enjoyed that one. What is this? Number five? Hellcat number five. I picked up Saga 36, which I'm really stoked I on. I got to catch up. Say, man, there's so many Saga issues. But I, I think 36 means that a trade paperback will be coming out anytime now. I want the thick hardbound joint. Yeah, that one's real nice. And I also picked up our book of the week, uh, Dark Knight 3 <clears throat> book four let's get into it yeah let's get into it i read this just before we started recording oh uh first of all the the book of the week is dark knight three issue four if you have not read it we are getting into spoiler territory if you have not read it you might want to press pause read the issue and then come back to us so spoiler territory begins right now i read this issue before you and i recorded just a few minutes before mm-hmm, we recorded. Mm-hmm. And I asked you, what did you think of this issue? And your response was, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? I'm just so confused, man. Yeah. I'm so confused. I don't want to be confused, but I am. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we've got Superman fighting his daughter, Lara, right? Not entirely sure why or how, Lara is furious. Like, what set her off? Right, because she went from... She talked to the guy. You know what I'm thinking? Okay. You know what I'm thinking? What's up? I'm thinking that if I were to read this all in one chunk, it might make more sense. Okay. Because to kind of skip forward a little bit, this book even ends weird. Uh, the, the ending of this book is inexplicable. And, I'm like, and you and I both had the exact same response, which is we got to the end, the last page, and I think both of us were like, is that it? We were looking for pages in the back. Literally was like, like wait, did I miss something? Where, and, and I mean, it's, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm being honest right now. I'm flipping through this book right now to double check that I did not miss something. But the last panel in this is the Adam, I guess. And he's like, he's shrunk and he's real small. And he's saying, maybe I can fix this. 
And there's no caption at the end. This is end or to be continued or anything. And then we get into some sketches. Yeah. Dude, I am so, so far, I am so disappointed in where this is going. I can't front. I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. Like I want it to be good. Keep keep taking us through. You were kind of explaining. Okay, so Lara is fighting her dad, Superman. They're beating each other. Well, they're not beating each other up because Superman will not punch his daughter. He's not fighting back. So Lara is just beating the hell out of him. And meanwhile, we have Carrie and Batman, Carrie and Bruce, and they're just watching it go down. And Carrie says something along the lines of like, hey, we can't just sit here and stop this. Stand here. Yeah, we can't just stand here and stop this. And Batman says, "Well, we, you know, we don't have an option." So Pull they, up a chair. <laughs> so they just sit and watch. And evidently, this happens for hours, where Lara is just beating the hell out of Superman, and Superman retreats to the Fortress of Solitude, and he got all these uh, Kryptonians from Kandor. Remember, they were let out of the jar and like blown up real big. So right, now, right. Now they're like they think they're the master race. Hence. The Hence name, of the, the, name book. of the book, right? And they're trying to make sure that they're they're ruling the planet because humans are weak, and they're all hovering above him at the Fortress of Solitude, and they covered him in some goo, black matter, I think Bruce calls it. Yeah, and then they heat up the ice. I mean, I thought this was kind of neat. All of the Kryptonians use their heat vision to heat up the ice and sink. You got mail. Oh, that was right. funny. That's perfect. Wait, what was the mail? Did somebody maybe give us an explanation <laughs> for this book? Somebody just emailed an explanation. There it is. Book. Here's the deal. The things that are interesting to look at, at no point in time do they mean anything. Because I, I haven't liked Batman. I like these characters. But this book has done nothing to garner my attention. So when bad things happen, when important things happen, I'm like, okay. For instance, The Flash is blazing like it's just what, what what's going on in the book no idea Fla- what's even happening flash what happens to flash flash is blazing around and then i guess a kryptonian trips him and breaks his leg uh, like dog what and is this because uh, here's my thing here's my thing adam i love batman of course yeah the dark knight loved it yeah i mean the dark knight returns yeah the dark knight Strikes strikes again. That was. Not, I'm catching some Dark Knight Strikes Again vibes. This book, I feel like there is a lot of emotion, like we talked about, that I bring into this. But it's the same thing like Star Wars. Why do I care? Help me care. Help me yeah. understand. Explain to me why these things are happening and why I need to be involved. And you're just not doing a very good job doing that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I'm I'm looking at this page with. Flash when the Flash gets tripped, and there are four panels that show him falling down, and then a fifth final panel of him with his leg broken and twisted up, and I still don't know where he came from or why. I have no idea why, why that happened. Why did that even happen? What don't does that have to do with anything? So it 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 absolutely doesn't mean anything to me because it's just random. It feels like. But here's this guy. Oh, he's gone. I. Uh, 
I don't know how this course corrects because I want to be able to pick this up at the next couple of issues and say, I, I was along the ride right. for DK three and it, and it worked out, but I don't know how this course corrects. Cause right now this is moving a mile a minute and I don't quite understand. Yeah. At its core, I understand that the Kryptonians that are in Kandor in the bottled uh, city are they, big they and they're mad. mad. They mad. And that is all I got. They mad and they mad at Superman because Superman claims to be son of Krypton and he chose Earth over them and Wonder Woman is doing something and Batman's calling her and Aquaman. Yeah, let's talk about that Batgirl number one. Is that Carrie Kelly or is that Batgirl? I don't know. Is that Barbara Gordon I don't or is know. Carrie Kelly? Because it's probably Carrie Kelly. No, it is Carrie Kelly because you see in the actual book. She has that- a new suit. Yeah, yeah, that's Batman right. Gives it to her. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's like, first of all, it's Joker colors. It's green and purple. Right. So that's a little interesting to me. We're using Joker's color palette. She has a green and purple suit, and she's just jogging around. And she's like, beating. He told up. me to get to the pier and then give a thing to Aquaman. And then Aquaman says, "Hey, hop on this, this giant thing. This thing. It's just. I, I, I mean." Look, man, I'm not enjoying it, Internet. I'm just, I, like, I know a lot of times we talk about our book of the week, and we're like, man, go get it. Yeah. And I'm sorry to say that we have to give you an honest review of The Dark Knight 3 and say, I am not enjoying it. Yeah. And Six dollars is $5.99. And I want to enjoy it, and I'm going to finish it. And I think it's more out of respect yeah. and... And hoping that it like gets better. Yeah. But from what I'm seeing right now, they're going to have to do a whole lot to tie this thing up. Can we talk for a second about how Bruce Wayne looks so much like Mole Man from the Marvel Universe? And crazy. Yes, he does. He, he's got glasses. that like exact same visor glasses that Mole Man wears. Yeah. That's not a good look. And he's gigantically husky. And he got like syringe 60. in his kneecap. I don't know. Dog. I, yeah. It, it, what Octavia said, I, I want to be along the ride. I also want to make sure that we are presenting our unfettered opinions. And the reality is this is a $6 book, which is not giving me any joy. I, I like talking about it with you, but reading this by myself and just saying nothing about it, I just don't even understand what's going on. And when you've got, a huge array of comic books. And a stack of stuff that you haven't read yet. And a stack. I didn't pick up Old Man Logan number five today because I still haven't read number four. Yeah. So, you know, this is this is the plight that I'm dealing with here where suddenly I'm just not satisfied by by this hype. And it's it's just not working. One thing that you should pick up, though, from last week. What is it? Three or four kids, Robert? What is it? Four kids. Four kids walk into a bank. Four kids walk into a bank. Great book. Pick that up. You'll Excellent. enjoy that. Yeah, I really enjoy that a lot. Really yeah. enjoy. Do that we a lot. are we keeping the Dark Knight on the book on the on? Are we going to keep doing this? How? Because all right, can I make it? Can I make a make a suggestion? Go ahead, please. I vote we take this off of Book of the Week, okay? Because I'm not enjoying talking about this, and I would rather draw attention to a new. We could have been talking team. about. We could have been talking about Old Man Logan. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could have been talking about four kids walking through a bank, exactly. which is new creative, new story, new everything. Right. So I'm going to keep buying it on my own. Uh-huh. I'm going to keep reading it. But as far as book of the week, I suggest we take it off. Okay. Book of the week for next week, though, Black Panther number two. Black Panther number two. 
Yes. Very excited about Black Very Panther. Much. You know, uh, uh ta Coates said, in his opinion, the first issue of Black Panther is the weakest issue. He said he it just gets better as it goes on. Just gets better. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So we are taking uh, Dark Knight 3. We're saying boy, bye. <laughs> we're saying boy, bye. I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. Uh, and we're going to say hello to uh, Black Panther number two. Next week, take another trip to Wakanda. Another thing for you to pick up that's coming up next week is Black Widow number three. Oh, man. Just a suggestion. Excellent, excellent. That's like, you know, we, we didn't get to talk about the second issue, but Black Widow number two was very good. Mm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So far, so good. So, yeah. Um, that is the state of things. So, what else we got? What else do we got? I, I I think that wraps us until next week, and then next week is the week when Civil War comes out. So we'll have an episode next week, and then not too sh- not too long after that, we'll be talking about uh, a one shot right for Civil War, right, right. Uh, but in the meantime, comics. Oh, and you know what? Uh, we also have Free Comic Book Day coming up on yes. May seventh. Yes, so we will be celebrating that. I'll be celebrating that by I'm judging a cosplay contest on South Street. Oh, really? In a festival, the Free Comic Book Day festival on South Street. Wait, May there's 7th. a Free Comic Book Day festival on South Street. Yeah. How do I not know this? Atomic City Comics is putting on this big party, and they're doing a a cosplay contest on May seventh, and they asked me to judge. So I'm very excited. Very excited. But the thing is, if somebody shows up as man thing, I'm like, I'm not even going to look at any other contestants. That's, you know? see, that's not a, you're not a good judge. Well, I'm going to lay that out. You know, I'm, I'll say that right. If someone comes in with man thing, they win. So I'm just not going to judge on this. <laughs> so just say it. Just, just gives me more opportunity. Known. I met a guy yesterday. I went to a show uh, at, at, at a place here in Philly called Letage. The show's uh, called uh, First Person Arts Story Slam. And it's a lot of fun. People go up on stage. They tell stories based on a theme. I met a gentleman. Guy's name is Lundy. We get to talking about comics because uh, he, he finds me on Instagram. He finds this show and we get to talking about comics. Mm-hmm. And he says, what's your favorite character? And I was like, man, I don't know if we're ready for that. It's man thing. And he goes, what? Man thing? And I said, yeah, okay. What's your favorite character? What are you doing? Who's your guy? He says, Adam Warlock. So we got these two people yeah. just meeting yeah. one another and exchanging like just about the most obscure Marvel characters that we both love very much. Mm-hmm. Then we just talk about the Infinity Gauntlet all night. All right. Well, Lundy, shout out to Lundy. You're my new friend. Speaking of which, let's make that the question of the week mm. for Twitter. So, guys, who is your favorite Marvel character? Oh. Ooh. And why? Yeah. Favorite Marvel character and why? Shoot us a tweet using hashtag, not even hashtag, at Comic Book Junto. You can also put at Octavia St. Newman, at Adam Tedderis, and we'll read a couple off, and we'll talk about what our favorite Marvel character is for next week. Miles Metro Boomin Morales. That's my dude. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, tell me where they can find you from the internet. I think I, we're getting loopy. It's time for us to go. I think there's something in this lemonade, man. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Adam Tetris, A D A M T E T E R U S. Y'all finish, y'all done. Huh? Y'all finish, y'all done. All true, y'all. <laughs> where they can find you online, man? Find me on the internet, Octavius A. Newman. Um, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. That's Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. This podcast is a product of Barefruit at B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T. Go to barefruit.com. Sign up for our newsletter. 
Check out our store. Check out the merchandise we have there. Check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle. Um, this week's episode is with Nate Murray. That's episode 18. Um, that came out on Wednesday the 27th, so check that out as well. If you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. We're also on SoundCloud. We're on Overcast. We're on Stitcher. Um, I'm hearing some stuff about Google Play. Or mm. Google Music or something like that for okay. Android. So I'm going to look into that for the Android listeners out there. Okay. I'm going to check that out. Um, yeah. Um, tweet us your questions using hashtag AskCBJ. Mm-hmm. Try to get to some of those. Send us emails, comicbookjunto at barefruit.com. Remember the question of the week. Who is your favorite Marvel character yeah. and why? Hit yeah. us with that on Twitter. That's and we're, we're still accepting it. origin stories for... Young Metro. We need to know why Metro Boomin doesn't trust you. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And how? Keep them coming. Part two, Smug Z. Keep them coming. How is it that Future has pledged himself (laughs) as a bond servant shooter, (laughs) a willing slave Uh uh to Metro Boomin? I don't know. Time will tell. All right. That's all we got. You good? We're good. I'm good. Stick around after the credits. We have two post credits <laughs> scenes uh, after Comic Vagento. Um, we're going to reveal that Wolverine is in the next movie. Wow. Yeah, I know. I feel good about that one. I didn't tell you about that. We acquired that. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, we awesome. got that. All right. <laughs> all right, guys. That's all we got. So until next Thursday, peace. Peace. <laughs>